Hi everyone, Jay Plummer here with Flourish Insights. As the Director of Investments at Flourish Wealth Management, I take pride in providing our clients, colleagues, and friends with resources and information that can help them make strategic and effective choices regarding their investments. Today, we're going to talk about can the U.S. handle more debt? People across the United States are currently receiving a boost to their bank accounts as money is distributed from the recent American Rescue Plan. With a total price tag of $1.9 trillion, many of our clients are asking, how can the U.S. take on this much debt? For context, this is the third round of COVID relief in the past year, totaling around $3.2 trillion. So it definitely makes sense to ask how the U.S. can pay for all this debt, if that is even possible. One of the most important considerations for the relief plans over the past year is that they all have been very cheap to finance. The Federal Reserve used a bunch of different tools to keep the economy and markets in good working order when the coronavirus crisis hit in February 2020. One of those tools was short-term interest rates, which dropped from just over 1.5% at the beginning of 2020 to basically 0% in mid-March. This is an important consideration because it means that all of the $3.2 trillion of COVID relief has been created while paying very little interest. This is a big contrast to the Great Recession in 2008 and 2009, where their government took on a total of $3.6 trillion in debt, but started by paying 5% interest on that debt. The other big contrast from the Great Recession is that it took six years to accumulate this debt, compared to one year now, meaning economic relief came out much faster and more effectively during the current crisis. Based on 2021 federal budget projections, the U.S. will pay over $300 billion in interest payments this year. Interest payments on federal debt represent about 1.5% of the total budget, which pales in comparison to Social Security at 20% or 23% for Medicare and Medicaid. However, the combination of economic damage from COVID and increased debt means the U.S. will increase its overall deficit by about 10% this year. That means that total debt in the U.S. is about 100% of gross domestic product, or GDP, a situation that we haven't faced since the end of World War II. The COVID response has been much different in the U.S. compared to other countries. Over 85% of relief in the U.S. has been financed by debt-related spending the highest percentage of any economy in the world. Most other countries have relied on loans and short-term guarantees to prop up their economies, with a much smaller portion added to total debt. For example, the United Kingdom and Japan both provided more than double the amount of relief than the U.S. as measured by percent of GDP, but both countries used debt for just 30% of that relief, leading to lower financial commitments to meet over the next few years. So how will the U.S. address all the COVID debt plus additional spending plans for infrastructure or climate relief? The short answer is economic growth. U.S. GDP for 2020 was negative 4%, reflecting the impact of the initial shutdowns in the spring of 2020 and the minimal reopening of the economy throughout the year due to ongoing health concerns. GDP expectations for 2021 are positive 6%, with growth rates of 3% to 5%, in 2022 and 2023. These growth rates will lead to much higher tax revenues as businesses reopen, people start to spend money, unemployment drops, and the U.S. government is able to pay off debt from COVID relief. Consumer spending represents about 68% of GDP, and government spending represents 18%. 
So increased spending in both of those areas is a strong indicator of economic growth. Although projections indicate that the U.S. will continue to have total debt that is almost equal to gross domestic product for up to the next 10 years, a stable and growing economy with the world's strongest currency can withstand that level of debt. Conversations about higher taxes in the future is another option to address debt in the U.S., but the current focus of the government and Federal Reserve is to promote a strong economy to grow ourselves out of the disastrous economic conditions created by the COVID crisis. In the end, our conclusion is that the U.S. can handle all of the debt relief related to COVID with expectations that higher growth rates will improve the federal budget over the next few years. For more Flourish Insights, visit flourishinsights.com. And don't forget to take the Flourish Financially Challenge with Kathy Longo. Just say, Alexa, play the Flourish Financially Challenge. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to stay focused and think long-term. <laughs>